Okay, the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, one in God, amen. We're continuing our uh, study in Colossians, uh, chapter three, right? Yes. So, what do you remember from last time? Quiz. <laughs> yes, try to remember the text again so we, we can follow uh, and continue. Yes. Yes, we said that again, chapter three is the chapter of, of self-evaluation, the chapter of practicality, right? After he talked about the dogma, about the teaching, about everything else that he wants to, to lay the foundation. Now, how you act as a new person, how you act as the born again, how you act as the Christian, uh, as a person who, as it says in, in 3 one, that you risen with Christ again, then seek things that are uh, from above. And then all the chapter is basically practical tips, what we're supposed to do, right? Started with the negative things. And remember that we talked about why taking, talking about uh, uh, fornication or idolatry as uh, uh, adultery, I'm sorry, as the first one, because we related this to what, to our relationship with God, right? That being, uh, we, 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 the, the verse was actually for Hosea, Hosea 2, that I no longer call you uh, Baal, but call you my husband. That, that, that idea that Christ, your creator is your husband, as you read in Isaiah, right? The, the idea that, uh, that, uh, that he, our relationship with him, he is very, very precious and very, very, very sacred and very, very, very uh, zealous that he looks at us when we start to uh, find another God or, or follow other, other gods that as we are actually committing adultery uh, against him. So that was the, the last time. And we talked about... Uh, other things also, and then at the end we talked about in verse nine: uh, do not lie to each other, right, or to one another, since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is being renewed. And we talked about this—the idea of being renewed, right? That being—it's a process. It's—it's—it's a—it's a, being done by somebody else. We are not renewing ourselves, but we are being renewed by by Him, and. Uh, in the knowledge according to the image of the one of him who created him. And again, we talked about the creator as the one, the only one that is able to renew because he is the one that uh, created us. Uh, we continue chapter chapter three with more, more of, of, of uh, practical recommendations also, more of, uh, of a lifestyle. And, and again, uh, the idea again, if it, it is that if we are in Christ, that something has to be different. We can't just say or do or practice, and then our life is not reflecting that change. So what we'll read today is actually very, very, before that is, uh, we're, as we said before, we're things that we're struggling with ourselves or against God, right? Now he moves on to something that is more, more, more practical, which is, as we said, you know, if, if you look, always the, the fathers always teach us that that idea of of an order to grow uh, vertically, we have to grow horizontally first, right? So the horizontally is what our relationship with with each other, with each other, and there is a big relationship between this and between this, right? You can't just say, "Okay, I'm going and, and walking towards God," and I'm totally ignoring the relationship with each other. That's why he comes here as a verse 13, that very, very practical point, mainly, mainly relationship between man and 
another, between us and each other, between the, the again, remember, he, 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 he will conclude that at the end of this passage, which is the body of Christ that's coming out of there, remember, he said that he is the head, and out of the head comes the whole body. So here he talks about the same thing. So let's read it from 13 till uh, 15 and then, you know, stop at a few things and then we'll continue after this. Let's do 12, sorry, from 12. Okay. Therefore, so therefore based on the before, which is put on the new man, take off the old man, put on the new man. Therefore, if you've put on the new man, therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has complained against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. Let's just focus on those three points <clears throat> for now and, and, uh, and uh, see what we have. So first of all, he talks about, he calls, who is he talking to again? So we can, we can be all on the same page again. Who is, who, who is he talking to? The people of Colossi, right? Hello, Dr. Samir. Greek and Jews, right? Everybody. And he's using something that is very, very unique to whom? These three characters that he is talking, or three uh, uh, um, words that he's using in verse 12. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved. These three characters, or those three words, belongs to whom? The Jews. Definitely, right? The people of God, the chosen people, the holy people, the elected people, right? So now he's using those three words for whom? For everybody, for everybody. So this is number one. So just one thing to, 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 to take note of that he is the, the, the holistic view of that everybody now is holy. Everybody is elect. Everybody is loved. Right? It's not no more the, the, the view of the, 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 love, the beloved people and the, the special people of God who are the Jews and that's it. He is, he is hitting on the same point again, which we just talked about it before, that there is no, in Christ, there is no difference. There is no Jews, there is no Greek, there is nothing, right? So here he's, he's, he's pointing out again the same point that in Christ, there are no difference between one another. No difference based on race, based on color, based on sex, based on uh, education, based on uh, whatever, nothing. And he's, he's confirming this idea again by, by starting again to remind them that you are what? You are elect, you are holy, and you are beloved, right? Although, again, he was teaching them and he was using the exhortation, as we said, in order for them to come back again to the right mind, right? So which tells us what, that even though that they were in a way drifting away, but they are still, they're still beloved, they're still holy, they're still elect, right? So the idea that, that it's not their action that make them entitled to be beloved, but it's what? Hmm? 
It's his work, his love, and it's a status. It's something that they acquired by submitting and by putting on the new man, by being born again. Right? So he's he's from as he's as he is is continue to 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 talk to them and to teach them. He is still again stressing on certain facts that they have to remember, and he wants them to remember. So it's not just haphazard that he's saying again, just as you said before, you know, during the time of writing things, you know, the, 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 the materials itself are very expensive to write and to scribe and to use the ink and to use the paper and to use everything, it is very expensive. So if you don't, if there is no need to write anything, don't write. So the idea again, that it's not just like, you know, here we have all the, 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 the privilege of writing and, uh, and, 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 and start all over again. And there is no price for paper, for ink. No, it was very, very expensive. So when he puts, puts down any word, it has its own value, right? So the idea again, when you start again, therefore, therefore, just as based on what you've done, remember again that you are this and this and that. And because you are the elect, you are the holy one, you are the beloved, you are to deal with each other according to that, right? So it's number one, affirmation of who they are. Number two, it gives them what, or puts, puts what on them? Responsibility, exactly, responsibility. You can't be titled as the son of so-and-so and then go out and, you know, sit with the rubbish, <laughs> for example. You can't. So he's, he's reminding them of who they are as a fact, that there is no difference, but also, as he's saying that, he's putting the responsibility on, your, on, on their shoulder. Remember, if you are elect, if you are holy, if you are beloved, if God didn't have any partiality and chose you while you are Gentiles to be his own people, then you ought to deal with each other according to that same mindset. And that's exactly what we say when, with each other, right? Like, like when, when somebody says, well, I don't want to even talk to so-and-so anymore. Right? Like, well, if you, if God deals with us in the same way we deal each other, <laughs> right? He would have gave up on us long time ago. So the idea of, of like, why would we judge each other if we are not judged by God? If God has given us a new opportunity every day and a new chance every new day, why don't we deal with each other in the same way? So with that mind, he's starting this passage. When we read this passage, what comes to mind? Something right away comes, has to come to mind if we are aware of, of the Gospels. Therefore, as the elect God of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long-suffering. What does this remind us of? Hmm? Love? Love is, so 1 Corinthians 13, the, the, the chapter of love. Yes, Bishoy? Fruits of the Spirit, definitely. What else? Jesus himself, when? All of that. Right? Beatitude, exactly. So he's, that, is, that is Christ as, as imitating him, right? But definitely his teaching on the, on the mouth, the beatitude, right? In Matthew 5. And we discussed this and we started this long time ago before that. And we said the Beatitudes, when we, when we read the Beatitudes, it's not just a group of long suffering and a group of 
humble people and group of poor people and group, no. We said that it's all, it's all what? Building on each other, right? So if we, if we read it, let's read it one more time so we can, we know exactly what we're talking about. Yes, please. Matthew 5, 3. Let's just review the Beatitudes again and see how, how St. Paul is very, very, very much uh, uh, affected by the teaching of the Lord himself. So again, the point that St. Paul started his own theology and he started, no, he didn't. He is actually taking everything from the life of Christ himself and from the Old Testament also. So again, the, the Beatitudes from, from Matthew 5, from verse 3. Blessed are the poor in the spirit, for they're the kingdom. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit it. Blessed are the, those who hunger, and then goes on and on and on. You see the parallel between this and between Colossians 3? So the one thing that we were talking about during that time, when we, when we read the Beatitudes, we, we, we think for the first time that it is a group of people, right? Those, blessed are those who are so-and-so. And then move to another group, move to another group, move to another But is it, is it like that? No. If you remember when we studied this, we said that it's what? It's like a ladder, it's based on each other. Because if you have the first, if you start with the poor in spirit, meaning that you are in need, then you are also feel that sadness because you are, you are, you, you, you know your poverty. So you need, you need that your, your, your joy will become from the one who is giving you. And then if you have this, you will be meek. If you have this, you'll be hunger. If you have, so it's like, like steps based one on another. And when we come back to Colossians again, you see that he is actually doing the same thing. But he's still the, the, the one, the, the number one that he's always, he's been using through the chapter, chapter uh, three is what the idea of putting on and putting off, right? And again, so he puts it again, he starts, therefore put on, back to Colossians again, put on as the elect, as the holy, as the beloved, and then he goes on with, with this. Why, why does he use the first word, which is uh, 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 bowels of mercy? Or here it says what? Um, put on tender mercies. But the actual translation is actually, you know, in Arabic, like bowels of mercy. Something that's coming from where? Deep, deep. What does that tell us? So he's just not just telling them, be merciful, but he's asking them to do what? Feel. He's asking them that whatever is good coming out of you should come from where? From the heart. From the heart. So he's, he's, he's hitting on that idea that, that it's something that has to come from the inside, not from the outside. Now, how, how often we try to say, you know, we have that X person that, you know, I'm really having a hard time to, 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 to accept, right? And you try to push yourself to be nice, right? Okay, today, you know, I'm going to see this person today. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to push myself to, to smile in front of that person, right? Have you, have you had this experience before? <laughs> 
And then maybe the first time or the first five minutes or the first minute, you're able to show nice kindness. But then how hard is it to maintain that, right? Among the first time, the first word that comes out of the mouth of that person, it changed around again, right? Why is that? It's not from the heart, exactly. It's not from the heart. It's not coming again. Here he put, he said, put on bowels of mercy. <laughs> As again, the point that in order to do that, it has to come from the inside. Hmm? How can? How can it come from the inside? That's a very good point. So if you're just trying to push yourself to be nice to a person, that's all that you can do, right? So how can that become genuine from the inside? What do you think? Human limitation. Human limitation, okay, okay. The human limitation is, okay, all I can do is get a smile in front of you and then in my heart, I'm gonna like really, <laughs> I'm biting my tongue. <laughs> so I don't say something bad. How can that change? Again, here is this chapter is the practicality of Christian person, right? He said, if you are like this, if you remember, if you were born again, if you were put on the new man, if you were that new person in Christ, here is how you're supposed to do. So is he putting this as, again, that's why it's very, very practical. Is he putting this as, again, as you said before, as he's just setting the standard very, very high so you can say, you know what, you're not able to do it and you're gonna stay in your misery forever. Is this the point? How can we really reach that practical point of being kind? I was reading actually the actual word of kindness. It says one of the things, one of the expressions that one of the of the of the commentator is using, it says that the 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 the, the word is used for the wine that becomes soft after being hard, after being the initial, initial uh, processing of the wine. It's very turbid and very dry. But then when it settles down and when it's used and when it's aged, it's smooth. Who drinks wine? Not to tell anybody. <laughs> but we, we, we write, it's, it's different, it's kind. That's the exact word. Imagine that. Instead of that harsh, rough juice that's coming with turbidity, with, 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 with everything else, no, it becomes what? Enjoyable. That's the same word, kind. So how is that possible? Back again, how is that possible? No, we all read this hundred times and we know it put on this and this and this and that. But then when it comes to reality, when it comes to practical life, again, with the first person that we'll meet on Monday, Monday is off. Tuesday with, with your first two day back to work. Okay, there we go again. How is that possible? What do you think? Yes, David. Okay. You act on that. Right, right.
Okay, okay. That's that's true. Yes, but again, the the the, the argument with that that yes, it's, that that sounds good and right, but it's hard to do it when it comes to reality. Well, Abuna, I think if we try to to do any effort to practice this, we are not yet born again. We have to be born again. And he, before he, he gives these instructions, he say, you have put on the new one. Right. Yes. Yes. It, 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 it must come as a natural, as a, a, a reflex or a, an outcome of what I am, a new, a new person. Yes, so what Dr. Samir is saying that it comes as, as, as Michelle said, this is again, remember, all this are the fruit of the Spirit, right? So as if it is actually the work of the Holy Spirit. So instead of, I think we're asking the wrong question, instead of like, how can I do this? Let's ask the question is, how can the Spirit really be active? How can I obtain the Holy Spirit, uh, the fruit of the Holy Spirit in my life? And what is preventing the Holy Spirit from giving that fruit, right? As we said before, the fruit of the spirit is in singular, not in plural. So all those things are the fruit of the spirit because it's one work that leads to another, to another, to another, to another. So I can't, I can't say, okay, how can I love my, 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 my whatever person that is, that, that's causing me trouble while my life is not aligned with his life. I cannot ask to love and to be merciful and to be kind when I am disconnected from him. I cannot ask to be that nice person while I barely spend any time with the scripture or under in, in my prayers. So it is, as, as Dr. Samir, that's what he's trying to say. It becomes natural as a byproduct of what? Of my relationship with him. But if I don't have a relationship or I'm struggling with that relationship or I'm, I'm just very, very superficial in the relationship, and then I'm asked to be nice to people. Again, it will be that, that forced action that I do for whatever time and then it goes away again. So the answer to that is we'll go back again to your room. Go back again to be on your knees. Go back again to pray. Go back again to spend some time. Right? If we have, if you have uh, your closest friend, and you spend some time, say you went together on a, on, a, on a, you know, whatever, camping trip or a vacation or something. After a week or two, you come back and you see that you are both what affected by each other, right? Maybe certain words that he said you picked up, certain action that you're doing he picked up. Why? Because you are spending some time close to each other. So you pick from each other, right? In the same mindset, we pick from Christ. If we spend some more time with him, if we are really serious in that relationship, that, that the fragrance, that's exactly what St. Paul said, the fragrance of Christ, become, we become holding that fragrance. One of the beautiful things that I read one time that, that the reason the disciples were able to go and preach because they held the fragrance of Christ when he washed their feet, their feet. So when Christ was down and kneeling and washing their feet and, and rubbing it with his own hands, as of that fragrant of Christ himself, it's, it's a contemplation. So it's, it's just the thought that as if Christ diffused his, 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 his fragrance into 
the body of the disciples. And as they walk and preach, it become natural. They didn't even think about it because they were holding his fragrance. So I think it's the same mindset. I think sometimes we, 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 we try to, to, to skip certain steps, right? I should be nice to people, but I'm not connected to him. So where, 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 where is this coming from, right? And that's, again, as you said before, that's the difference between just some, someone who is nice to people and, and good morals and nice, nice you know, personality and between a true Christian that actually by nature, he takes from God and gives to people. And that's the actual sequence of the scripture itself, of the, of the chapter itself. If you've risen with Christ, if you've died of your own members, if you've done this, if you've put on the new man, right? If you took off the old man, then comes the point that now he can tell them what. Remember, we said this last time. Why does he start with the negative before the positive? Remember? Why? Because that's the sequence. You are connected with him. You start to clean. You start to purify. It's the work of God. And then naturally start to do what? The good fruit start to show. The good person that's in us, which is Christ, start to show. Right? So what goes wrong is we try to do those things. We try to force those things. And we might even spend some more, more, more effort on that. But we're not spending effort staying connected with him. We're not spending enough effort praying. We're not spending enough effort with the Bible, with the, with the word of God. So all what is happening is just from the outside. And if it's from the outside with the first <laughs> struggle, it will fall apart. Comes the old man again. Like, I'll show you who you are. <laughs> How dare you talk to me like this, right? So that's why he talks here about, about, again, putting on bowels of mercy from the inside. From the inside. And then, as we said, each one builds on the other, right? So those from the inside, then you become kind. Then you become, become humble. I was reading something today. Then humility becomes the, 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 the mother of gentleness and long-suffering, right? And that's how we need to evaluate ourselves also. That's why I said this chapter is always the chapter of self-evaluation, right? If I don't have long-suffering, well, dig deeper, you'll find that you're probably what? Frightful, right? As we said before, we don't deal with things on the surface. Dig deeper and see exactly what caused us to do this. And that sequence that he's using here is actually in actual order. So just, you know, random. If you think about it, like what's, let's talk about it. What's the relationship between, again, between, uh, where'd they go? 12, tender mercies or bowels of mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, and long suffering. Do you see that they're all kind of like building on each other? And it's all coming from the inside. Right? And then he goes on to the more serious things, which are what? Forgiveness and? 
and love after this. But 13 is bearing with one another and forgiving one another. And then he moved on, above all, put on the bond. But let's, let's stop at, at forgiveness for a while, because this is another very, very, very big issue that we, we were really struggling with, right? Even within, within the, 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 the family itself, within the husband and the wife, right? The idea of how often should I forgive, right? And till when, right? And you know, you know, I've been forgiving this and this and that, but you know what? Something has to change. I cannot forgive anymore. Right? And it becomes a huge issue. It becomes a, a, a break point, if I may say that sometimes, because I cannot forgive anymore. And a lot of times, you know, sadly, people take the easy exit. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. Why can we, why should we forgive? And how, how hard is it to forgive? Why should we forgive first of all? Because we were forgiven, okay? So the mindset, okay, if God is, 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 is continuing and able and willing to forgive me regardless, why can't I forgive my spouse or my friend or my family or my brother or my, okay? what else? What? Hmm? Freeze your conscience, right? Yes. Yes. So it's mainly, that's a very good point, David, that when I forgive, who is the one who is winning from the forgiveness? The one that is forgiving, right? A lot of times we actually look around, no, like, well, he doesn't deserve to be forgiven, right? Or she doesn't, or, or you know, that's not going to help them. Like, we are, for, we are we're, we're forgiving because it is mainly for me, it's mainly for me, as we'll see later on in the, in, the, in, the, in the rest of the text. What else? What makes us not able to forgive? So sometimes we, there, might be yes. some, there might be something that's like not easy to forgive. Okay, why? Because it might be like really serious. Okay, somebody hurt you, really hurt you hurt your feeling or said something that's really bad or did something that really, really uh, 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 caused pain and caused agony. Okay. So how can we deal with something like that? Is forgiving fair or I have to, no, I have to, to keep. And what's the difference between forgiving and what, and forgetting, right? Like, does that mean if I forgive somebody, that, that does that mean that I'm, I'm letting go of my own rights or my own, you know, whatever. Right? That's why I'm saying it's a big, big topic. But a lot of times, no, forgiving, that doesn't mean that, you know what, if I have somebody, you know what, had something or like hurts me in a way, forgiving doesn't mean that I, I remove the boundaries, for example. No. I know that X person was really hurting or, or, or did something bad to me. Forgiving that person doesn't mean that I will deal with the person in the same way I was dealing with him or with her before. And there's nothing wrong with that. I learned that this person might cause damage. So I forgive you, yes, but you know what? Here is the boundaries, here's my limit. There's nothing wrong with this. But sometimes we're confused, we don't know. So we think like to forgive somebody is to become again normal as before. No, not becoming normal as before, it doesn't mean that I do not forgive. 
Yes. 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 Forgive him. Seven times seventy. When they said how how often, he said seven times seventy, which is forever. But at one point, he said, "Take him and go together and 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 talk, right? And bring somebody else and bring the church, right? So so you have to 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 uh, not to avoid, but to uh, to have that confrontation, right? At some point, Right. Yes. Yes. But again, that that's the point is sometimes we get confused and, and, and because we cannot reconcile, that means or we think that we cannot forgive. The forgiving, what is the meaning of forgiving again? It's letting go. Right? Like I don't wish harm to that person. I'm not holding grudges against that person. I'm not, you know, kind of like praying that God will strike him down with, with fire from a, or whatever. No. I'm, I'm letting go exactly again that that you what I'm, I'm finding even an excuse for the person. Right? But at one point again, if that's if this is the limit that I that I learn or this is the, the, the it will it will change the relationship to something different, that doesn't mean that I cannot forgive. No. The forgiveness is is to 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 accept, to accept, to be able to stand at the end of the day and to pray for that person. That's forgiveness. That's exactly what Christ did. Forgive them because they do not know what they did. That's the, that's the best example, right? That he was praying for that person. I pray that that person will be touched, will be saved, will be come back again. Yes, Dan. When Christ was uh, stabbed, he, he responded firmly. Why do you? Probably yes. was forgiving the person, but still. But he still responded. Exactly. Why are you striking me? Exactly. So that, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times we, we have things kind of confused, right? But no, as you said, St. Paul did the same thing, right? When he's defending himself. So that doesn't mean that he's not forgiving. But forgiveness is, again, that's why he started by saying what? Put on bowels of mercy. Because, that, again, that, the forgiveness will come from also from the heart, from the inside. Want to say something, Brooke? No. Okay. The same thing, that's what St. Paul said in, in, in 1 Corinthians to the Corinthians, that let your heart be what? Enlarged. Meaning what? Meaning accept. Accept. Because at the end of the day, who is the one who is struggling if I don't forget, if I don't forgive? I'm the first one. I'm the first one. I won't be able to sleep at night. I'll be always thinking, I'll be always playing that movie in my mind all the time, right? And adding some more and more and more and more, right? And making actually 100 movies out of one clip, <laughs> right? At the end of the days, I'm the one that is struggling. So that's why, again, remember St. Paul here is saying that, okay, if you were raised with Christ, if you're risen with Christ, if you are new, born again, here is, put this into practical life. And don't say, well, up, well, I can do everything, but to forgive that person, that's the last thing I would ever do. Then everything is going down. And again, I always say there's a difference between not able to and not wanting to. Right? Maybe I'm really not able to forgive. I'm struggling with this. And it's hard. But I have it 
and I'm, I'm conscious about it. I'm praying about it. Versus, no, I will never forget that person. There is a, there is a huge difference between not able to and not wanting. <laughs> if I'm not able to, I'll bring him and bring the person and bring the matter in my prayers. And Lord, help me to forgive. And some things might take some time. You know, we deal sometimes with people who have been like really hurt, really hurt. And it's not a matter of, of just, okay, you know, just flip a switch and I'm, you know, I can forgive. No, it, sometimes it takes lifelong. One, yes, Nabil. One, one of the big obstacles is uh, sense bias to be able. Definitely. Definitely, yes. Right. Yes. Yes, especially when it comes within the marriage. <laughs> especially when it comes between a husband and wife. It becomes, I always say, it becomes more we're, 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 we're competing with each other. <laughs> right? No, I am the right one. You are the wrong one. How could you say this? Right. Just little small things, but it's, it's, it's able to, to shake the whole foundation. And sometimes, as Nabi said, sometimes it's really, really, you might actually, for certain cases, might need help of someone else, some, some, you know, some professional help, some therapy, some whatever. But sometimes things are really bad. So don't take it light. Don't take that, that, that thought of, or that word, forgive one another as yes, okay. <laughs> and that's why we say it hundred times every day as you pray what? The Lord's prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass. And we all remember the story of, of whom? Ambabram, when he escaped the plane, when there was two people fighting together. And okay, let's pray. And then, and then, uh, uh, he, he, he came to that point and skipped the climb. <laughs> I like Sayyidina, what are you doing? He skipped the line. I said, like, no, I didn't skip it. How can we say it if you're not able to forgive each other? So that, that's why, again, being, talking to the Colossians of, of who we are, again, this is all based that you are the elect, you are the holy, you are the beloved. If you are all this, then here is how you're supposed to. And if you don't know how to do it, remember to put on that bowels of mercy. Put on that because it comes with what? With putting on the new man that was given to you. And as we said before, it's last time, it's a renewal. It's a process. It's a process. Again, there is a difference between not able to and not willing to. Not able to, yes, I, uh, we, we, we know that. We're all not able to do anything. But it's a process. We move on. We pray about it. We, 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 we take the, the, the initiative. Right? But not wanting, like, no, I will never do this. Why would I be kind to so-and-so? Doesn't deserve that. <laughs> right? I have to give him a hard time. I have to give her. I have to show them who I am. <laughs> But remember that doing this will, 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 will bring down the whole idea again of being renewed. And that's why he talks about this, that, that forgiving, bearing with one another. Bearing meaning what? What does bearing mean? Carrying. And that's what he said in, in another, another place. Carry each other weaknesses. 
carry each other weaknesses. How can I carry each other weaknesses? Yes. Helping them, right, right, exactly, understanding them, right, helping them, yes, yes, praying for them, so, yes, Danny. Exactly. That's a great point then. Especially again within marriage. Communication. We always have a big session when we do the pre-marriage counseling about it. communication is the is the one thing that, that, that destroys or or brings everything back together. We do not communicate, we're avoiding. We don't want to talk about it. And it starts with a very, very small thing and then it piles up and then all of a sudden. It, it, it. Yeah, exactly. Well, where did this come from? I thought we're fine. Like, no, we're not fine. <laughs> so you never said anything about it before. Well, I don't want to make a big deal out of it. <laughs> well, it's a big deal now. <laughs> so definitely, definitely communication and confrontation. And, 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 and we talked about this one time when we were talking, taking the series of simplicity. Confrontation and simplicity, if you remember that. Like how to be simple in our confrontation also. But that's a, that's a great point. And that's why, again, this part is, is, is amazing because it's very, very, very practical. This is like day-to-day -day struggles. And I cannot call myself Christian unless I master this. Forgiveness. Yes, forgiveness, kindness, long-suffering. Again, the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the spirit doesn't come to a person that is very spiritual. No, the fruit of the spirit for all of us, because we all have the spirit. So it should be, as Dr. Simi just said, to be normal, natural, right? We all are the vessels. We all are the temple. We all have the Holy Spirit. We all take communion. We're all being chrismated, right? So where is the fruit of that? Why do we live double life? Why like, okay, my life is a church something and dealing with other people is something else. Especially nowadays, as we were talking earlier today, this morning with the group, people need now to hear the good news, to hear something, to see that there is actual general, there is a point of reference. There's no point of reference for anybody now, right? You think that whatever is right, do it. But if, 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 if us who are supposed to hold on to this and to show that we are, we put on the new man, if this is not practical, then we'll be actually the reason to what? To judge and to condemn Christianity and to condemn Christ. That's exactly what, uh, what uh, uh, what brought down Christianity, right? You know, we, we go, when we went to Bolivia, for example, Bolivia in, 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 in Southern or South America, and how much the locals are, they hate the church, although they're Christian, they're all they're Catholic, but they hate the church, and we've seen it. Why? Because they've seen what the Catholic, what the, 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 the uh, Spain and, 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 and the, 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 the 
colonies did to the locals and how they abused and how they stole and how they took the land and everything. So when it comes to Christianity now, no. Why? Because of, of an actual experience. So that's why St. Paul here is very, very, very uh, uh, taking his time. And that's why we are taking the time also to talk about this because it's, it's, it's the real, real, real behavior, real Christian person. And as I said before, I don't like true Christian and Christian because every Christian should be true Christian. And that's why here he's talking about, about that. Again, one of the things that was just, as I said, the, the kindness, for example, the same word used when Jesus said, my yoke is easy, my yoke is kind. The same, the same word in Greek. That's how kind is, soft, easy. And that won't come unless I have, again, if I go out on my, on my, on my day in the morning, right? I don't spend enough time with him in the morning. And I go and I face my colleague or my, the person who cuts off in front of me in the freeway or whatever. Where would I get the kindness from? What will come out of me is what? Right? But if I try, try that. Try to spend some time in the morning before you go out. Dr. Samir, you want to add something? No, no, no. So with, with that, he goes on with, with, that, with that same thing again. And then he moves to, 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 um, to, on top of all this, put on, he's still talking metaphorically about what, putting on a garment. And then he said, on top of the new man that you put, put on another layer, which is what? Which is love. As that, that love is what is the perfection of everything. So you put on a new man, you put this, you add this and add that, you put on bowels of mercy, but then on top of everything, as you walking out of the door and, and, and making sure you look in the mirror and making sure everything is perfect, don't forget to put on what? Love. Because as he says, that, that is the bond of what? Bond of perfection. And when he talks about bond of perfection, he's talking about what again? Bond between what? He touched on this before in the earlier chapter. Bond means it's bonding something to something, right? Here, what is he talking about? Bond of bond between whom and whom? God is perfection. So that love becomes the bond between us, the members of the body. Again, back again to the idea of the members of the body. The one thing that will bond and keep the, 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 the body all together. Remember, he's talking about the ligaments and the, and the joints, right? That's another thing that will keep that body together is the bond of perfection, the love, the love. And then verse 15 is interesting verse because the, 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 the the word itself is interesting. And let the peace of God rule in your heart. What does that mean? So he's talking again about, okay, if you've born again, if you are true Christians, if I may use that term again, then you should have kindness and not suffering and you know, humility and all those things. And then you're able to forgive one another, put on top of everything the love 
But then he comes back again to something that's very interesting principle. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. What does that mean? Let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Yes, and. You feel peace in your heart. Yes. Yes. So let that peace what guides you. Very good, and Very good. What else? Let that peace that you have in your heart guide your direction. Right? Here, rule meaning what? What does the rule, what does the word rule mean? Means rain. 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 Rain and yakum to rule. Okay. Okay, yes. What else? Give you guidance. Okay. What else? Hmm? Ownership. Not quiet. The actual word used here is, is from, we just finished with the Olympics, right? Who is, who is making the, the final decision? The judge, the referee. So here he's using that word because he knows that in our heart, there's always struggle between the old man and the new man, between should I forgive or shouldn't I forgive? Should I be kind or not? So let the peace of God is the one that will tell you which way to go. But here he's using the, way, the word rule as an arbitrator, as the judge, as the referee that is in the Olympics. The, literally, that's what St. Paul is using from that time, from that, from that era. That as the one that will say that this person will win and this person will not, when, when it's heavy on your heart, as Anthony is saying, let the peace of God will be the one who will what? Make the final call. Like now when they are not quite sure and they go to the far and they check the video and right. So in, in a way, let that be what tells you. If there is always a struggle between, between the old man and the new man, between should I be nice to you or not? Should I forgive you or not? What will be the judge? The peace of God. And that's why, again, if you just, we just mentioned that, that in order for me to forgive a person, I am the main, I'm the, the first person that I'm benefiting because what that will bring me peace. Right? A lot of times you're struggling with things that I know I'm not quite sure if should I, should I do this or not. Should I really confront that person on talk or not? And maybe I'm avoiding, as you said, maybe, but, but let again, the judge will be what? The peace. Would this bring peace to me or not? Would this bring peace to our family or not? Will this bring peace to the friendship or not? So here he's using a word that is very, very important. That is actually the reason or the, the, the arbitrator, the one that will actually define if you are go this way or go this way. As if he's saying that there is always a challenge, there's always a fight within ourselves. And the final word would become according to what? To the peace of God.
rules against the conflict of passion that comes in our heart. There's a conflict to do good or not to do good. One other thing that you probably mentioned, probably noticed in this section, all of it again, which is actually concluded in, at, at, the, at the end of, of verse 15. But if you go from the, from the beginning, look for example, uh, verse 13. It says what? Bearing with one another, okay? And then the same verse, it says what? Forgiving, one another, right? And then it goes on again to, to uh, verse 16. If you go to 16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, singing with grace, and then and admonishing one another. So here he's repeating several times what? One another. Why? The body, the body, right? And that's why, again, if we go back to 15, again, the end of 15, that, that let the peace of God rule in your heart to which also you were called in one body. So back again to the same idea again, that's what? One body. The one body has to live in peace. Right? We, as a body, you know, there's peace within myself. And a lot of times we say, you know, if maybe I am I'm, I'm, I'm not, not able or I'm struggling with my relationship because I have to, as, as we always say, reconcile with yourself first. You can't have, if I don't have peace within myself, then will definitely that will what? Project on the others, right? So as an actual body, I have to have the peace. And also as the body of Christ, as the church, that we have to have peace within each other, towards each other. And that is the bond and let the peace of God rule in, in your heart to which you also you were called in one another and be thankful. Why does he end this passage with be thankful? Be thankful for what? Is there a relation between all what's above and between what he just said now that be thankful and be thankful? Thankful for the peace. Okay, you're on the right track. Maybe. And thankful for what else? For all what's above. Because you're not going to be able to do it, but it's going to be given to you from God. So be thankful that it's not, you don't have to, as we just said, you know, if you submit and if you really have the relationship with God, this will become what? Natural, become fruit, become the real Christ that's in you. So be thankful for that. The idea, again, that you, we, can, we can continue to struggle, we continue to force ourselves, we continue to try to add on good character, but without changing the heart. But if we change the heart, if we were raised with him, if we're risen with him, if we die with him, as he start from the beginning, then those things will be what? Will be given to you. Exactly. That's why I say put on as exactly somebody is putting you, giving you what? The most expensive coat ever. Said, here you go, put it on. Well, I don't know how. Well, it's given to you. <laughs> Just put it on. 
Well, it might not fit me. Well, just try it. <laughs> I don't deserve it. Well, it's yours. That's why at the end of this, it goes what? And be thankful. Because if you know where the source is coming, where, 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 what's the source of these things, you'll have to be thankful. And it becomes, again, the real Christ that's in you. Now, then it becomes what? No more I, but Christ that lives in me. That's what St. Paul says. And we hear the stories. We hear the stories from, again, you know, even, even, you know, even with the last big thing with, 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 with the 21 martyrs, for example, and they went and did the interviews with the families of the, of the, of the, of the martyrs. And you see all this kindness and those, those forgiveness, right? To the point like, you know, the, 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 the Egyptian, the Muslim people, like, who are those people? You know, the people of the Butrusaya, the person who, lo who lost his, uh, his wife and his daughters, like the whole family, and he's joyful. And this is just like yesterday. It's not we're talking about, okay, you know, in the 340 BC or DC or whatever. No, it's like, it just happened. These are real people that, that really struggled and saw their family killed in front of them for nothing. But they were able to actually thank God. Thank God. <laughs> to the point of one of the programs, like, who are these people? How could they forgive? And that becomes the strongest witnessing for Christ. So I think we need to, to trust that he is willing to give, that he's willing to change, that he's willing to put, to give us what? Bowels of mercy, that heart. And that's what he said in Jeremiah, right? I'll remove the heart of stone and put heart of flesh. That heart of flesh is full of mercy, full of kindness, full of long-suffering, full of forgiveness, but it's given to us, whether we take it or we say, no, 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 this is, this is your rule, I have my own rules. That's why he, send, he ends this passage with again, and be thankful, because you know, this is all is given to you. You just have to use it, have to use it. In order to use it, you know, humble yourself, submit. Realize the reason why, again, why, what's our purpose again? Our purpose is to bring Christ to people. So if we believe this, if we remind ourselves with this purpose every day, we'll definitely use whatever he's given us to bring Christ to people. Let's stop at this point. I wanted to take the time for those you know, three or four verses because this is, this is the core of Christianity. This is the core of Christianity. Otherwise, we can do whatever, we can practice whatever, but if we are not mastering these three, four verses, then we're nothing, then we're nothing. And it becomes a matter for, for us to pray with and to, tray, and to pray about it. That God, you know, give me that bowels of mercy, change the heart. So I am naturally kind to people willing to love. And that's again, exactly what he said in the, in the Sermon on the Mount, right? Love your enemies. So let's take this as, a, as an exercise this week. 
And as I said before, this chapter is the chapter of self-evaluation. So really read it. And, and if we're really struggling with that, if till now those, the list of things that you just talked about still doesn't make sense to me, doesn't like, this is really, I, I, don't, I don't see myself doing this and this and that. Let's just bring it, bring it as a matter of prayer. And like God, you know, if really, if I, am, if I belong to you, if I'm Christian because you are Christ and I belong to you, you're the one who will give me this. Give me this. As we said, this is the fruit of the spirit. So let the spirit work. Let the spirit, you know, pour the love and pour the kindness and change the heart. Then we can, uh, again, no more I, but it's him who lives in me. Any questions? Yes, Irene. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a good point. So Doreen is saying, like I was saying that forgiving and forgetting that we sometimes you don't have to go back to the to the main terms of the relationship, but I forgive, but I still put some boundaries and put some 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 reform reformulate the relationship. And then some people people from outside won't understand this and put some pressure that you know you have to go back again to be besties again or whatever, right? So how can we do how can we deal with that? What do you think? That's a very good point. What do you think? Explain the situation, be honest, right? Okay, okay. That's one thing. And that's also for people who are really involved in that. So I don't have to explain myself to everybody else. Because a lot of times people just want to, you know, want to join the, the crowd and just want to add something here and there, but they have no, they have nothing to do with that situation, right? So that's where comes the wisdom, like, you know, what people, if people are really close or are related to that relationship, and I want to explain myself to them, I, I should do that. But if just people from whatever, because they just like want to add a little bit of, of, of wisdom here and there. I don't think it's the job. I don't think I need to, to, you know, I, as long as I'm faithful, I don't think I need to worry about them, to be honest with you. Right? Sometimes people don't understand and I don't have to explain why I'm doing things for everybody. But if there is somebody that's really close to the situation or to the couple or to the friendship or to whatever, yes, they deserve some kind of, of explanation. But in general, what, you know, again, if, if, if I know that I'm very, very faithful, that this, you know, if I continue the relationship the way it was before, and I will struggle more, and this will become more and more impacting me in a negative way. No, that's not from, from, from any, any wisdom to continue that. And I don't have to explain this to anybody else. To anybody else. That goes back again to setting the boundaries. A lot of times we don't know how to set boundaries. So things are just all over the place. Everybody knows everything about everybody. It's not right. And I guess I don't want to be, I don't want to be a stumbling block to somebody else because, okay, well, here is this and this. Like, I, I you know, in, in, a, in a certain way, 
I should be able to like, you know what, this is something between me and her or me and him or something, right? But I don't have to explain all the details and everything to everybody else. Anything else? Yes. Okay. Let's pray. We'll continue next week. Hoping to finish chapter three next time. I don't know. Can promise you. <laughs> but uh, the good news is we still have one more chapter. <laughs> so Colossians is only four chapters. So we, we're, we're, uh, we're almost there. <laughs> almost there. Okay, in the name of the Father, and the Lord, hear us with the praise of all your saints. In your name, Lord, hear us when we say, Our Father, who art in heaven, the Father be the name, thy kingdom come. May the love of God the Father, grace of his only begotten Son, the King of the Holy Spirit, with you go in peace, peace be with you all. Amen. Have a good night, and we will see you tomorrow.